0: And welcome back to the second episode of Evli's podcast, third series. I'm your host, Peta von Boonsdorf. This is Evli. In episode one, we discussed the changing role of environmental, social and governance, in short ESG, and responsible investments in our industry. We explored why it is the right time to address issues surrounding this matter. And we talked about Evli's updated ESG strategy. In today's episode, we take a deep dive into Evely's way of implementing ESG and RI and discuss how our strategy is intricately linked to customer strategy. To shed light on these topics, I'm joined today by my two colleagues, Evelyn and Stalwarts, Thomas Hildebrandt, Senior Portfolio Manager, and Janne Kujala, Head of Nordic Equities. Welcome both to you. Thank you. Thank you so but in a slight change of tact during this series uh i'm gonna ask you guys to tell uh, us who you are and what you do at Everly. so gentlemen please uh janne you have been around for at Everly for how long now
1: and stalwart in my case it means that i've been here for uh, more than a decade now and um, that counts. i i i manage um equity portfolios uh in the finnish that invests in the Finnish and the Swedish stock market. I have uh, a small-cap strategy fund uh, that invests in Finland and uh, one that I- invests in Sweden. Then I have a more of a generalist Finnish equity fund and uh, sundry of other um, direct equity uh, portfolios that I manage in mostly in Finnish equities. Okay, so funds and direct
0: portfolios in Nordic equities. That's right, yes. Cool. And Thomas, I've seen you for a while at Evli. That's
2: right. Uh, I've been uh, more than 20 years uh, now at uh, Evli, And uh, I'm managing uh, institutional portfolios here, uh, meaning insurance companies, uh, pension funds, uh, cities and communities uh, and uh, foundations uh, portfolios. They're uh, typically multi-asset and uh, uh, globally diversified portfolios.
0: Thank you. So, on the one hand, we have globally diversified portfolios and on the other hand, we have uh, good knowledge on Nordic equities here. Now, let's get started here. So, today we're talking about the implementation of responsible investments across funds and investment spaces and how this actually benefits the investors, our clients. Janne, I would like to begin with you. Um, in the first episode with the other colleagues, we discussed greenwashing and the idea of, that is the companies that do the
1: greenwashing. In brief, what's your take on that? Companies definitely have uh, an incentive to do greenwashing, which, which uh, at least to me, means that you you pay pay lip service of on on doing uh, good things for the environment, but don't actually do anything uh, concrete. And, um, and, um, as, as it is with a lot of, uh, corporate communications, there is, um, the, the language that they use is, is, um, very, very, um, promotional, <laughs> you, you could say, and, uh, and well, um, as an investor, you just have to, uh, cut through all that and, um, it's not, it's, it's not that different from uh how, how they um talk about their um strategy or uh, overall prospects or or how, how how great they are overall you just you just uh over time you you gain the experience of of uh seeing through all that and um and that works for uh um, greenwashing as well and uh i think uh one way of uh certaining whether they are actually doing anything whether whether this is just uh, all talk and uh, no walk at all mm. is is to see whether they have uh ESG uh in their strategy and um preferably also somebody in the um exec- executive group who who has responsibility responsibility for this uh, in, instead of uh, having having just somebody in the PR department uh, writing writing uh, um, uh, PR material,
2: yeah, you said it. And uh, corporate governance is really the key in in looking if companies are just looking good or if they are doing good. Yeah.
0: You once said, Thomas, it's the easy investor who do green stuff in their in their strategies. What do you, what did you mean by that? I, I thought it was quite sharp.
2: Well, for the easy investor, it's uh, easy to just buy the greenwash uh, story, and uh, that's enough. But if uh, an investor really wants to impact and and uh, do some uh, deep going,
0: uh, responsible investing, then you have to do more. That is what Jan is saying, pretending to be doing, right. going under the lid. Now, if you're looking then at the uh, executive committees, uh, for example, if they have somebody in the executive committee, um, do you look for reporting on ESG matters as
1: well at the company level? Yeah, that's that's exactly what, what I do and uh, what I want, want to see. Because um, uh, that, I mean, that is the, the way to... Um, make sure that uh, there is progress going on um, in, in the companies, that they are actually uh, following on what, what they claim to be doing.
0: Yeah, that's, that's interesting to try to call that. When client, when investors come to Evely, uh Thomas, is it because of our, our ESG strategy or is it something they learn upon working with us? What's your take over 20 years?
2: Uh, Well, over 20 years, it's uh, (laughs) definitely learning together. Uh, A decade ago, uh, the whole uh, ESG and uh, responsible uh, investing was uh, taking its uh, baby steps. And uh, today, I'd I'd say that uh, there are are three types of uh, of clients, uh, very much generalizing, uh, of course. Uh, But uh, first of all, uh, or, or the first group is uh, those uh, for for whom uh, the issue is is really uh, irrelevant. So they're looking for return. Uh, they're not uh, that interested in in uh, ESG uh, issues. That's a minority today. Uh, the larger large, largest group uh, is uh, clients who who are. Uh, looking for uh, responsibility and, and ESG more from a, a risk management uh, uh, perspective, uh, and and typically uh, for uh, guarding against reputational risks. Okay. And and these kind of, of clients uh, might well do some uh, greenwashing uh, just to have a cleaner portfolios, so to say. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and some of them. Uh, have then more ambitious uh, uh, targets in 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 their uh, investing, uh, and and then the third group, uh, of course, is more like uh, faith based uh, investors who have uh, very clear uh, issues uh, that they want to to take into account in their uh, investments and and in their portfolios. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, from my point of view, uh, the situation is a little bit different than Janes. He has uh, a fund with, which has, uh, what do you have, something like 70 to 100 uh, stocks. Uh,
1: Altogether, yeah, maybe. Something like, like, something whereas
2: like uh, global portfolios have thousands of, of uh, equities and, and, and bonds uh, in, in the underlying uh, funds that,
0: that we use. But you can't follow all those, can you?
2: That's right. And, and that's why uh, we need uh, transparency. Uh, we want to know exactly uh, where the money is invested. Uh, we have to rely on the uh, fund managers that we use, uh, that they are doing their job uh, looking to the companies and managing the funds according to principles that, uh, that they have.
0: But it is, in, is it enough for you that you know that these other fund managers, the Nevelis fund managers are doing that or do you demand something more even from them?
2: Yeah, we demand uh, the regularly all, all the data, uh, the investments, and, and we go through their investment processes. Uh, we talk with the managers. Uh, of course, Within EVly, it's uh, very much easier than, than with somebody further away.
0: Mm. But do you, do you judge them or are you happy with the transparency that they
2: offer? Uh, as many of these issues are, are very complicated, and and, and, and uh, you could say that there are several shades of grey or, mm. or green, actually, you should say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and uh, some clients mi- might uh, emphasize uh, some other issues than than another. Uh, so uh, our take is that uh, we offer a solution that fits most of, of the clients and and if somebody wants to have then specific exclusions or, or some uh, specific uh, tilts or, or something in the in the portfolio then we have to look for uh, other solutions but everything is possible
0: yeah and then we then you report it further on to the investors so Thinking about how you narrow your investment space by implementing R, I, or Responsible Investments. Janne, do you need to narrow your space in order to have a, a
1: responsible portfolio or ESG portfolio, please? From a practical perspective, uh, how it affects my work is, is, is mostly via exclusions that are implemented by the clients if they want to exclude, uh, typically um, alcohol and tobacco and uh, fossil fuels, mm. or or other other activities, um, in the field that I invest in, which is Finnish and uh, Swedish equities, I, yeah. I don't feel that I I really lose that much um, beyond the exclusions. Obviously, um, uh, I think I think most companies. Nowadays, are are taking ESG very seriously, um, mm. and and um, be, seem to want to uh, behave uh, re- as uh, responsible corporate citizens. Mm. Um, there are, of course, of course, industries that inherently are more problematic, um, but um, then again. I think uh, what what's important is is that the companies themselves um, address these issues and and uh, try try to do better within the confines of of uh, what 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 can be done mm. in in their their particular business. I'm talking about um, um, very very high emitting industries such as steel making um, or or. Uh, cement uh, factories and, and, and so forth, um, which, which, uh, which uh, have, uh, for example, big emissions, but uh, can, can have uh, uh, smaller emissions in the future. Okay, so
0: you look also what they can do within the field of ESG in the future, not what they're reporting today.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's right, uh, and and also uh, as uh, pertaining to what we talked about earlier, that uh, you, you can follow follow what happens happens to you, to, to their numbers and how much more um, uh, efficient they are in, in uh, producing um, uh, their their uh, their wares. Okay.
0: Thomas, have your have your uh, investment space been uh, narrowed?
2: Well, when you, when you implement uh, responsible uh, strategies you always uh, narrow your investment space to, to some extent and, uh, and, and it, it's quite obvious because you take an active view uh, on the markets or, or, or the world. Uh, now today there are, are many uh, different techniques uh, to, to mitigate this. Uh, for example, different factor strategies are, are perfect for this. Mm. Where where you can uh, optimize the tracking error uh, and and uh, any way you can uh, do the exclusions or or with a narrower space, uh, but in the end uh, I think it's uh, really uh, uh, a question of, of the investment beliefs of uh, investors. Yeah. So 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 the main point being that that uh, most of us think that. Uh, companies that behave, that are responsible, uh, do better in their business which should lead to better earnings and which should lead to a better performance of of their uh, equities.
0: So talking about performance do you, do you say that there is uh, like a tangible effect of having an implemented and thought-after ESG's strategy? A tangible, a tangible benefit is to get a better either absolute or relative performance, because this is something that concerns a lot of people.
2: That's right. And, and, and so far, uh, for example, uh, academic uh, research is uh, st- still out there. Uh, but more and more studies are, are showing that, uh, that uh, implementing uh, responsible uh, strategies or ESG strategies don't harm your performance. Uh, so that's an important thing, and and uh, in in most of the cases that uh, we have seen during past years, uh, the the uh, companies that run into uh, trouble uh, regarding responsibility are, are are really hammered in the markets uh, uh, quite quite fast.
1: Yeah, uh, I I I mean, ESG investing at least as, as i understand it is is about um taking into account all the risks and uh, possibilities or opportunities that that these companies face um because of uh what's what's happening um to the climate or or to 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 the society at, at large so so it's it's also about opportunities so i i it's it's not it's not just um, just that that you, you you lose something there
0: no you might find
1: something that's right new.
2: the I- interesting cases I think are those companies who are trying to make a turnaround uh, who are are uh, revising their strategies uh, in in different issues like climate and and, and so on uh, but uh, typically the uh, mainstream, uh, the, the majority of uh, investments uh, that, that are in an equity portfolio, of course, have to be uh, high-scoring high companies.
0: Yeah, but you can always always look for, for the new, new opportunities in, in companies with revising strategies. I think that's, that's a very sounds very sensible. Now, if we then uh, move forward and, and focus on, on customer strategy, uh, I would like to touch on the s- uh, sensitive topic of inclusion versus exclusion. Um, Thomas again, systematic over- or underperformance with exclusion of companies?
2: Well, uh, I think the... the. Uh Uh, question is also about how do you implement your your ESG strategy? Is it an ad hoc uh, ESG strategy running case by case after issues or do you implement a systematic approach to the uh, ESG issues? Mm. And And if you have a systematic approach, uh, if you have a uh, systematic under or over performance, you can compensate that with something else in the portfolio. But if you're working ad hoc, uh, then it's really difficult.
1: What I've seen over the, especially this year, um, in the Swedish small cap um, fund that we have, we implement exclusions there. We exclude... uh, Tobacco, adult entertainment, fossil fuels, uh, um, alcohol, um, and um, and gambling. And uh, this year, the uh, biggest uh, detriment to our relative performance has been a, a gambling stock, which has uh, detracted, I think, uh, close to three percentage points from our performance this year. Um, now it has been a very good year for the fund, uh, but. Uh, we, but um, it would have been uh, even a bit better if if we didn't implement the the exclusions that we have Uh, despite this very very unfortunate uh experience this year i i I wouldn't say say either way that exclusions are systematically a a bad thing i think i think they can work in 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 your favor um in, in, in other periods so so uh, over the long term I don't I don't think guys uh, it, it will be hurting my performance
0: okay um Janne, I'm gonna I'm gonna poke in a question here because I think you said unfortunate exclusion I mean it it's an exclusion according to plan yeah
1: that's right um, uh, no I've, I've, I don't think the exclusion itself is unfortunate it's just that the um, uh, events this year, didn't really, really uh, help out in, in, in performance, uh, in, in this case. Yeah.
0: Now, but anyway, Jana, you have, you have dealt actually for, uh, for faith, faith-based investor, uh, with a, uh, responsible portfolio since 2008. Now, looking back then, what demands were placed on your back then? Well, or how did you feel when you were told that you were Jana, you have to start to do ESG? What well, what, what was the demands and... What, what were you looking
1: for? Basic demand was, was pretty much the same uh, as, as it is today. Uh, it's about integrating uh, ESG in, into the investment process. The difference being, of course, that um, I, I didn't have any, any framework or, or kind, of, kind of like tools of, uh, or any idea uh, initially of uh, how, how actually to, to do all, all of this. And um, I mean, the the um, world was a uh, was a uh, was a bit different back then. You you didn't have a uh, lot of information from companies. Um, they they mm-hmm. they didn't report their emissions and uh, and uh, and uh, their um, uh, gender balance or, or <laughs> a lot of other things that that are reported nowadays. Um, and um, so so. It was a, a a lot harder, and and you had to, in a way, um, try to figure out your own way of, of doing things. They they I, I didn't have any any um any anybody really to to copy or follow. So you just had to roll up your sleeves and but you start, start wor- you doing something. With
0: the, you worked that with the investor, or together with
1: them, and and uh, you got guidance from them or no, I don't think I, I, I got a lot of guidance from them. Uh, it was just more of an expectation that, that this is something you, you should be doing, or actually not an expectation, it was, a, it was a, uh, basically- A demand. Uh, a demand, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, and over time, I mean, the, the demand or the expectations have, have, have uh, become stricter and the bar has been set higher. Yeah, and and um, I think that that is a that is a good thing actually. So yes. so it, we probably have uh, both evolved over this time, uh, the client and Evely as well. Yeah,
0: I, I guess so. It was a jump jump into the void actually for you at that that point, and that's only twelve years ago, which is pretty funny to think about. Now Thomas, the same same for you actually, um, because you have been selecting funds also, but also involved in a lot of the undertakings for for responsible investments at, at Evli, um, All the different initiatives, for example. Can you tell us a little bit more about those?
2: Yeah, well, uh, uh, al- along with Janne, uh, I'd say that uh, we've been uh, walking along with uh, our clients, uh, learning uh, together, uh, getting uh, better, uh, data getting better tools getting more resources uh, to do uh, all, all, all of this uh, and uh, it's a uh, it's an evolution uh, so to say uh, we're not ready yet I think uh, ESG is evolving uh, all the time and uh, and uh, as an asset manager you have to be uh, active on, on on different kind of uh, issues and, and, and fronts and uh taking part in in for example different uh initiatives uh, uh investor initiatives or or uh, that type of uh of, of things uh bring more information they they uh you you learn along uh, with, with all this and, uh, mm. and uh, hopefully also uh, get some impact uh, on the companies and, and on the real underlying issues, not only on the portfolio level, but, but in, in the real world.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's the highest level of, of ESG actually that one can, can receive that you do really have, have, have some impact here. And this takes us to the end of the second podcast at the podcast series. We were talking about greenwashing in the beginning. We also said that at Eveli we don't judge, but we provide a good portion of transparency to our investors. We also discussed that the tangible effects of an ESG strategies rather offer new opportunities than hamper portfolio results. All and more that we have been discussed will be found at the Evly Hub. There will also be written blogs about these the subjects, and uh, the more the blogs will of course have even more details into this. So thank you, Janne. Thank you, Thomas, for this. Thanks for having me. Thank you.: Super good to have you here. My name is Petta von Bunsdorf. This is Evly.